Look alive, folks. Valentine's Day is on Sunday. It's on Sunday. You've been warned. This is happening. Hello. Let's go. Let's make it happen. Nikki Nellis joins us from thelistareyouwanted.com and, of course, Industry Night here on Real Fun DC. Um, I know that Kelly is already like the Cupid of love. She doesn't need any recommendations. But for the rest of us out there, <laughs> how's it looking, Nikki? Well, wait a second. Kelly, I feel like maybe you should educate us because I, I mean, I fortunately have all these fabulous things, but if you've got something to share. <laughs> no, he, Tommy's just, Tommy's just giving me a hard time, but I do feel like, cause I did get a little sneak peek at what you ha are going to share with us. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you're going to pick one. It's, it's, it's like picking a favorite child because the, the restaurants have gone above and beyond this year. They really, really have. So, I mean, the first one that I love because, and as I was saying to you guys off air, like, on the website, there's over 75 submissions so far, and they keep coming in. I gave people a hard stop of uh, Wednesday. I was like, I can't ask my team to put any more in at that point. But um, And if you haven't figured out what you're doing for Valentine's Day yet, I cannot help you. Right. Um, so uh, Baker's Daughters, which is uh, Matt Baker's uh, sort of side gig. He's the guy behind Gravitas, which is a Michelin star restaurant, and they do amazing, amazing things. But that's really fine dining, and you can do something there. But I love what Baker's Daughter is doing. They're doing breakfast in bed. So this is all for you to collect from them there and then bring home things like cold-pressed juices and coffees and teas, pastry baskets, quiches. Um, they even have a fabulous avocado toast, which they're showing right now. And mm. believe it or not, that avocado toast travels really well. Um, and they put it all together for you so that you could just sort of create it at home. So there is a little bit of work you got to put into it. But come on, it's Valentine's Day. I mean, put your back into it. Do you so, have <laughs> And it's on a Sunday, too. So you can have the breakfast in bed. It's not like on a Wednesday. Exactly. And I do want to remind everybody, I mean, it is Valentine's Day weekend because it's on a Sunday. So I believe it sort of starts 30. At my house, the festivities start Thursday night, right? Like, anyway, I can get a gift. I'm going to get one. So, you know, all my kids have gotten gifts already. They're going to get cards. My family, like, Valentine's Day is like Christmas in my household. So uh, we, you know, I put up streamers and balloons and like the whole thing. Chocolates everywhere. So um, breakfast in bed is um, a necessity. And I think given that it is on a Sunday, just like Kelly said, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't mess that one up. That's a really fun idea, too. Do you have to put your own flowers on, or do they, do, do the, does the avocado toast have the flowers on it? I believe that's for show. Okay. But <laughs> you can get edible flowers at all the farmer's markets right now. Very true. Very true. And, uh, and honestly, you don't need edible flowers to make something look pretty. Um, a big, fabulous bouquet of flowers on the side of that avocado toast would work as well. <laughs> Always. <laughs> That's, Kelly usually threatens violence if there's not Valentine's flowers. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I'm against personally is red roses. Like I just like. What? I know. I mean, I love roses, but I don't want red roses on Valentine's Day. We'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. I'm, where do I push for, for more information? We'll, we'll do that later, I guess. <laughs> um, you have a Georgetown spot too. I do. So I love Brasserie Liberté. Um, it's right on Prospect Street. It's a fabulous, uh, really French cafe with a great outdoor dining space. I mean, this is just a classic place for your steak frites um, and steak tartare. Lots of steak, I guess. But their croque-bissure is amazing. But they have a champagne special for Valentine's Day. They have half bottles available. And, like, 
really good bottles of champagne for really good prices. So if you're looking to do like a champagne tasting at home or a champagne tasting at the restaurant, half bottles is totally the way to go. It's about two glasses, a little more than two glasses and a half bottle. And um, it's so much fun. I mean, you're not going to remember your first champagne by the fourth champagne, but it's still um, a fun way to enjoy uh, them. <laughs> That's why you start on Thursday. <laughs> two bottles a day, two bottles. I think that's it. Uh, I, I love that you're featuring buttercream. Uh, Chef Tiffany is awesome, and she just does such incredible stuff. So I actually sent my kids in California and my kids in uh, South Carolina boxes of her prepared uh, baked goods. So you can now buy her unicorn bars and her fabulous brownie she has the um, boxed so you can make it at home which I love so I put a whole kit together those are her uh, brownie point brownies um, mm. and delicious and so what you see there is that it comes with all that the sprinkles and the candy the unicorn bars come with edible glitter so like if you have kids um, especially younger kids the edible glitter I mean put some drop cloth down on the <laughs> yes. It's like a or crime you, scene. <laughs> exactly, because edible butter does get everywhere. But um so much fun. And the I mean, those boxes are stupid proof. Like they are <laughs> so easy to make. She actually has a YouTube video on her site as well, like if you need any extra help. But um it's such a great gift. Everybody just loves it and then they get to make it together and I don't know. I just think it's fun. I think it's a great thing to do. Of course she has her chocolate bombs which, you know, are the super hot. Oh, really yeah. Right and hers are amazing. They're filled. One is filled with Nutella, and one has cotton candy. Um, such, again, that's great if you're going to do the breakfast in bed. Like, think of the oohs and ahs. If you have a huge, big bowl filled with a chocolate bomb, and then you pour hot milk over it. I mean, super sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Milky and chocolatey, and you have to stir it, you know. Um, right. I have a question about uh, the yurts at Fiola. So I, I, I ran past it the other day, and I was like, this looks really fancy and fun and, like, super awesome. But then right. I saw that there was, like, an American Express sign outside. Like, how do you get to even do it if you're going to go, like, on that upscale, like, fancy moment? I know. Aren't they gorgeous? I'm obsessed with them. Um, so these are yurts. And, I mean, they're just beautiful big tents. But, I mean, this is Fiola. It is Fabio Trabocchi. I mean, Every T is crossed, every I is dotted. So there's heaters in there, there's lighting in there. I believe there's even fans in there, so you could be super, super comfortable. You don't you do have to reserve it. And like I've said, good news, it's Valentine's Day weekend, so you have lots of time still to make a reservation for a yurt. And it's just a, a great way to do Valentine's Day. I mean, it is a little pricey if you're really looking to showcase somebody or get engaged or do something really spectacular. Um, but it is a Fabio Trabocchi property, and you are looking at, an, you know, an incredible meal, uh, very safe service, um, and, and an all-around interesting and different experience. I mean, I'm very curious to see, once we do hit the new normal, like, what happens to yurts and igloos and all these fabulous uh, semi-enclosed spaces that are outside? Because they're so much, they're so much fun. And I hope they stay afterwards because I think they'll be utilized in a great way. I totally agree with you on that. I want the yurts to hang out, mm -hmm. and I also want the drinking wall in the street to hang out. 
That too. Or being able, I mean, I think it's already been approved. Like you're going to be able to buy alcohol no matter what afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So, um, DC is going to become little Vegas. I think it, this is happening. <laughs> Everybody get involved. It's going to be like, uh, like new Orleans a little bit. And you know what? <laughs> Let's just embrace it. Right, but instead of people walking down the street with, like, huge, like, whatever those things are called, of daiquiris, do you know what I mean? Or, yeah. or like, crappy drinks, do you know what I mean? Like, the problem with New Orleans and, and Vegas is that people are drinking junk, right? They're not, they're not drinking <laughs> good drinks. So, like, in D.C., we're going to shush it up a bit. So we'll be walking around with our rosé and our champagne, you know. I Did you know D.C. is the capital of rosé? We drink more rosé in D.C. than anywhere in the country. No, no. way. There's, yeah. Wow. I am really proud that my work has gone. Uh, to, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> I'm really proud of myself. I didn't even really. Yep. Huh. Wow. Well, I, I, I think like not to toot your horns, ladies, but I think both of you had a huge part in that. <laughs> I think so, too. Nikki, um, fun fact, last year before, you know, the world lit on fire and we thought about baseball, Kelly was lobbying the Nats, like, at the highest levels of the organization for a rosé cart, as in, like, hey, beer man, but a rosé cart that would travel the concourse. Okay, brilliant. Did they not take you up on that? <laughs> no, they, they actually did, and oh. they, they, they talked about me, you know, being a part of the rollout, and then, you know. Then the world ended. Yeah, yeah. no, brilliant idea. I think if Rosé, everybody loves Rosé. You know There's I mean? some sad Kelly cart sitting somewhere in the bell of the Nats Park. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great fact. That is yeah. a great fact. Do you know, like, what other, not to put you on the spot, but do you know, like, where the other cities rank? Like, No, who's... but I'll come back with that next time. No, Thank but you. I know that for a fact. We've had... Um, on the on Foodie and the Beast, Cote de Provence has come on multiple times. And, uh, you know, the statistics, I mean, I could go on a total rosé rant on, like, how rosé went from this unknown wine in the United States that people sort of looked at with, like, you know, a side eye because it looked like white Zinfandel, which is that sticky, sweet, horrible stuff. Um, <laughs> but a great introduction to wine because I know that's how most people get into it. Um, and uh, how rosé spent all this money, the uh, Provence, uh, spent all this money to introduce the public to Rosé. And it was a slow rollout across the United States. 15 years ago, I I don't know the numbers offhand, but 15 years ago, the consumption of Rosé in the United States was basically zero. And now, especially in summer, it's it's astronomical how much of that wine is drunk. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's amazing. So really... It's like it's like a case study in marketing. On your next uh, segment, Nikki, we need to know what cities are nipping at our heels and um, how, do we, how, how do we like who's responsible for the rosé consumption? Is it mostly the gays or mostly the housewives? Because I don't really know. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be honest with you, I think that what happened is is when uh, the outdoor dining scene changed drastically in DC. Right, like 15 years ago. Think about it. How much outdoor dining was there in D.C.? 14th Street wasn't 14th Street yet. The wharf wasn't there. The waterfront wasn't what it was. Like, we have all this outdoor dining now, which is, I mean, so magical and amazing. I mean, we're all dining outside in the middle of winter. But there's so much outdoor dining. And when people sit outside, especially when it's warm out, they want something cool and fabulous and and delicious. And, and, and that goes well with food. And Rosé checks all those boxes. So yeah. it's sort of a commingle of two things happening at once. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Here's your Tuesday morning piece of knowledge. My goodness. And you thought you didn't learn things on this show. Take that, NPR. 
Hey, um, Nikki. Speaking of wine, let's um, continue into the, the the blind tasting that Maxwell's doing. Um, maybe there's maybe there's some Valentine rosé in there. Yeah, first of all, I so love this. The guys from Maxwell Park. There's one in Shaw, and there's one down at the Navy Yard, and they're doing a virtual blind tasting class. Now, I love this because it's kind of sexy if you think about it, like blindfolds and. I don't know what else you want to throw in there for balance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, know, you can, you know, they'll set up this box of wine and it's all virtual. And then you can pour the wines and learn how to, you know, sniff. I, I think of all the things that you're doing when you're tasting a wine, you're swirling, you're sniffing, you're tasting it. You don't have to swish it in your mouth, which I find really repulsive or spit it. I mean, let's, I mean, unless you're into that, obviously, but <laughs> <laughs> Not what I would recommend is super like turn on for Valentine's Day, but you know, trying different wines and taking notes together and trying to figure it out. I just think it's a real um, experience that you can do together. Nikki, and really do they do together. they do they provide the blindfold? No, you're gonna come up with your own blindfold. Okay, all right. Kelly, but, you but got you actually no, I don't wanna know. <laughs> but actually think about that. Like think about like all those really like sexy blindfolds that you could put on. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Eyes like shut e kind of thing. Like <laughs> you could have this. You could have really have fun. this the base is the tasting. What you do afterwards is on you. But we're we're right. giving you we're giving you the we're giving you the starting point. Got it. It's a little starting kit. Okay. Fifty shades of rose. <laughs> <laughs> You better like hashtag that or say like do something so nobody else takes that from you because that's a good. Um, also, uh, speaking of, you can blind taste as liquor too. Uh, One Eight Distilling—they're teaming up with a local collab, which is really cool to to personalize your bottle. Yeah, I really love this, and you know, I do want to remind everybody: this isn't just about like your spouse or your partner. I mean, I was serious in the beginning. I I treat Valentine's Day like Christmas, so like. All my girlfriends get little notes from me, my guy friends too, and, um, you know, all my kids get gifts, and my husband gets gifts, obviously, but, like, my parents, my sister, my brother, like, everybody gets a little love on Valentine's Day, and that's why I, I picked this 1-8 distilling one, because they will do a personalized bottle for you, and it's not egregiously expensive, and it's super sweet and um, thoughtful, and this is something you can give to one of your coworkers, or, or I mean, you know, if you give it to your spouse, you're sharing it, it's for both of you, but, um, but this is, like, just, like, a really great little sweet nothing gift that you can give to somebody that you, that you care about, and it's just a great way to remind people uh, what they mean to you, and I just think during this time where we're Zooming everywhere, and, you know, really not being as close with people as we're used to being, sending something that lets them know you're thinking about them. Just yeah. Makes people feel good. I love Saying it. love with liquor. I appreciate that. Yes, I, yes exactly. <laughs> I like the love with liquor, which no, that is why is I'm really... I've been talking about has booze in it, <laughs> except for Booze and sugar. I like all that. <laughs> you, oh, we were talking earlier about Tom Brady's, um, Tom Brady's regimen and, and what he eats and, you know, how he Doesn't lives. He, right. None of these things are on Tom Brady's diet. <laughs> spinach and salmon. Is that all he eats? Like spinach and salmon. Basically, doesn't do white flour, doesn't do strawberries. We were we had a whole conversation earlier about what the goat eats. And so um, mm -hmm. these are amazing. But I'm sorry, Tom Brady, you can't participate. No, none for you. He's missing I out. Listen, he did win seven Super Bowl rings, so I'll give mm -hmm. it to him. But, you know, you're, uh, is he really enjoying life not eating strawberries? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, take your Super Bowl rings back. I want my strawberries. I hear you. <laughs> Um, Nikki, I, I love that you featured uh, the Riggs Hotel too, which opened up like in the height of the pandemic in downtown near nearby where the Spy Museum used to be by the National Portrait Gallery. Um, I've gone a couple times uh, for their little outdoor space. They have little tables on Ninth Street, and I just think that they do an awesome job. I actually went in and had indoor dining for brunch at once. Um, but what are they doing uh, for Valentine's? Well, so what I love is their offer. So again, thanks vacation e. Get a room at the Riggs. They're super safe for those of you who are concerned. So you can have an overnight stay. It comes with a complimentary, uh, like, treat of oysters and champagne. And you get a dining credit. So you can go downstairs and eat in the Riggs, or, uh, Cafe Riggs, or you can eat outside. Or you can do it all in your room. So I just think you can have a really nice, very secure getaway um, in a really different location. The rooms are gorgeous. Uh, and they're really looking to elevate your experience. Um, I, it's so important to remember um, there's lots of hotels doing uh, sort of romantic vacations here in D.C. Um, and, you know, hotels are hurting, too. We talk a lot about restaurants. Hotels are hurting, too. So if it's something you feel comfortable doing, you know, getting a little overnight away is great. And I love the idea of doing a multi-course meal in your room and the champagne the bathtub and all the kind of fun things like it just could be super romantic and honestly if you can get away and want to get away this is a great way to do it bring your own blindfold to this one too right <laughs> exactly i mean i can't help you with the accoutrements those are all new uh but uh you, know, you should always have a little love pack like a separate love you know we, women we have our makeup and then our you know our shoe bag and you should have a little love bag that has your extras <laughs> yeah, or a drawer. I mean, <laughs> Hard, harder to take that when you travel. That's uh, true. Look at the clamp it showing up with their own drawer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, we also talked earlier this week about the Women's Food Fest. They're back um, after the inauguration. They've got their Love Prevails bag, which you have to get that really soon, right? You got to make that reservation for it. Well, actually, you know what? They've extended it a couple days. So, oh, awesome. Yeah, so I really love this group. So this is all the women in food in D.C., so women entrepreneurs who are craft artisans and producers, women chefs and women restaurateurs, and they've all come together to offer this, you know, they call it a gift bag, but there's lots of things going on there. So you can get this great bag filled with lots of treats and eats, but there's also dinners you can get. Um, and lots of other, like, fun ways to engage with it. So they have offerings for the week of Valentine's Day, and then they have offerings for the following weekend, too. Ah. And I love the gift bag. I, You know, to me, the gift bag is so great because it's just filled with so many different, like, products and fun things, and it's it's like a swag bag. Like, remember when we used to go to, like, swanky events and we would walk out with a bag, and, like, sometimes you would open up the bag in the car on the way home and you'd be like, uh-uh, like there's nothing in here. This is stupid. This bag that I don't need. But sometimes you walk out, you'd be like, oh, my God, like what's this? And, oh, I got that. And so I, I just think that that's what this is. This is that that's, this is that swag bag, and it's filled with lots of delicious treats and eats and uh, beautiful things from craft artisan women in the D.C. area. And uh, I just love it as a gift. I will tell you, I ordered the um, inauguration bag, and I the pickup process is really easy because it, like, 
going downtown 14th street can be a little intimidating finding parking. Mm -hmm. There's a great little like illegal spot right in front of their gated area where they have the outdoor thing. No, you cause you're in there so quick. I'm not promoting illegal parking, but you're, you're just in there. So if you were to do it, that's how you would do hazards. it. We know. Yes. Yeah. You run right in. They have all the bags lined up. You're in and out in like 10 seconds. Oh, cool. That's yeah. great. And how was it? Did you like it? It was, yeah, it was incredible. I actually I got two, one for me and one for a friend. And it was just like a fun way to support the local restaurants um, and, and give back. But also, you're right. It was like a little like grab bag. It was exciting mm -hmm. to kind of open up and do that whole process. I love it. And I do want to remind people to that point, Kelly, is, you know, again, when we talk about gifting people and supporting restaurants and hotels, no better time than the present to get uh, gift cards. Gift cards are great gifts, and what I love to do is get like a twenty-five dollar gift card because that's a that's enough for me, right? Like, here's your little sweet, you know, hi, I love you. Here's twenty-five dollars, you know, like to neighbors and friends and stuff like that. You can love but me like, anytime, by the way. I'm <laughs> love you're in good shape. Um, so, uh, <laughs> twenty-five dollar card and spend more on top of it, right? Mm. So, like, it's a real way to support you know, local restaurants and think small too. You know, like some of these smaller restaurants are hanging on, you know, on a very thin thread, razor thin margins to begin with, put on a pandemic and all the other issues that we have right now. So, um, but it looks like, you know, the indoor dining is really helping people. If you're comfortable with that, you have lots of opportunities and uh, all these outdoor dinings, like Kelly was saying, like, and we were all saying like, it's just amazing. So there's, but you do have to plan ahead, unfortunately, you do. I mean, for those of you who really procrastinate and drag your feet, like you're gonna get on it. You know, if you want to do something special, it's there for you. There are so many fabulous ways to celebrate Valentine's Day this year. You you cannot mess this up except by not doing anything. And you have a full list on your website. Yeah, if you go to the list or you want .com and go to our Valentine's Day page, you will see. Right now, I think there's over 75 submissions, and that is filling up more. Um, but there is just lots of delicious ways to celebrate Valentine's Day and or let's say you hate Valentine's Day. I know there's haters out there. I don't get you, but um <laughs> there are haters out there. So what? You can yeah. still go out to eat and still have a delicious meal or drink champagne or rose or whatever it is and still have a really great time with uh your pod or um you know socially distanced and masked up. That's a great <laughs> That's point. A great point. You, could be, you could be Grouchy in a yurt or grouchy at home. So go enjoy yourself and get out and have fun. Nikki Nellis of the list are you on it com and industry night here on Real Fun DC. Thank you so much for all these tips and check out the list are you on it dot com to grab that full list. More than seventy five things to do for Valentine's Day.